Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Let's Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Amy Bistrick, and let's get right into it. So the first topic that I wanted to discuss today is all about kind of like spiritualness and psychedelics. So I'm not going to go into like too much detail about it, but I just wanted to give you guys like a little story of my experience with psychedelics and yeah, so Okay, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> so a couple years ago, I did like three, I think three ceremonies that had to do with psychedelics. And I was doing them with someone who was very knowledgeable in it. So I felt very safe. And I'm still glad that I did all of those. But a part of me, a past version of me would reflect back on those ceremonies and be like, oh, like I wish I knew what I knew now before going into those ceremonies. Because I almost kind of felt like, They were wasted in a way because I was very resistant to the medicine. And at the time, at the time, I didn't feel like I was resistant. Like, I remember my therapist telling me, like, oh, like, there's a lot of resistance in your head. That's why, like, this is going on. And in the moment, I was like, no, I feel like I'm very open. I'm ready for this. But looking back on it now, I could tell that I wasn't open to it or I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. And after those ceremonies that I did, I would feel like I accomplished a lot or I took steps forward. But then as soon as something would be like triggering to me, I felt like all the work that I've done would like unravel. And that's why I felt like, oh, like it's kind of like a waste of time. Like I didn't take what I learned from those things with me because I, like I wasn't in the right mindset to hold on to the knowledge that I got from those ceremonies. The first two that I did were actually like really positive. Like I had all this serious stuff that I wanted to get out and I wrote down all my intentions before doing them and everything, like all the things you're supposed to do. And then they ended up just being like really fun. And I just remember like, I was just having a great time in them. Um, I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail cause I f- don't think it's necessary, but my, whole journey would be very positive and then I think it was my second one that I did that there was like a lot of resistance like the medicine wanted it to come out my brain was suppressing it not allowing myself to go through it and I went through one of these ceremonies and at the end of it like after like eight hours when it should pretty much be done I got the most insane headache of my entire existence like it was wild and it was past the point of a migraine it was debilitating I could hardly walk I could hardly go to the bathroom and it was weird because as this headache was happening I was having these like wild flashbacks and like crying and it was like it was very cathartic after the fact like once the headache went away and the flashbacks went away and everything but it's just strange to me that it happened at the end of it. It was like my body's last chance to be like, no, we have to get like some of this out. And yeah, I remember being done that ceremony and I felt happy that I did it and that I had that last like part that was really difficult, but at least something like came out that needed to come out. But I always, I felt like I really wanted to be more spiritual back then, but there was just too many things blocking me to get there. And I'm realizing now it's not a waste of time, even though it kind of felt like a waste of time. It was not. Um, There was still some really good things that did come out of those experiences. And like one thing that I really wanted to share was 
one of the intentions that I wrote down had to do with my struggles with my like body and food and everything and when I was like laying there trying to like when I was laying there trying to visualize my intentions like and try and get answers that I wanted about my body and about food what kept coming up in my brain wasn't stuff about my food and body it was like my my phone kept appearing in front of my face my phone kept appearing in front of my face and social media and like me scrolling through it and the message that it's gonna sound so woo-woo but whatever the message that I got from the medicine when I was trying to like heal the body image food stuff was that it doesn't only revolve around your body and food in order to heal your relationship with body and food. It's coming from the stuff that your mind is digesting as well. I want to share that a little bit because I don't think I've ever said that story online anywhere and it really did help me. Um, again, at the time, I felt like I wasn't fully ready for all these answers, but it's kind of nice going back and reflecting on them where I am today because now I'm able to dissect what I learned from those ceremonies a bit more in the space that I am in now. That's why I feel like it wasn't wasted because it's kind of cool to go back to those um, visuals that I had and just like with a different perspective and different life experience now. It's just, it's just much more helpful now that I'm older. And that's why I feel like I did it back then after the ceremony. I unfollowed a lot of people that were still like really nice people to me, but were just triggering uh, and then I went back into the habit of just following people because they followed me. And now I'm a lot more mindful of not just following people to follow people. It's like I want to follow people that benefit me in some way or add value or that I just enjoy seeing. I did unfollow a lot of people recently, especially a lot of fitness people, just because there's nothing against them. It was just triggering to me to keep seeing their stuff because it would remind me of certain things and like that's something to not be ashamed about or embarrassed about it's your phone it's your screen unfollow remove whoever you need to in order to make your phone the most pleasant place that it can be because as we all know phones can become very 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 toxic so anything that you can do to mitigate the toxicity why the fuck not so yeah as i said earlier the reflection of looking back on the ceremonies at some at one point in my life and thinking it was a waste of time I just want to remind you and anyone who is listening that any step forward is a step forward so when you aren't in a great mindset the tiniest little thing that you do is amazing and you don't realize that that little step is actually so hard to do for some people and not a lot of people can do it when you are in the rut of it all and just like can hardly fathom just like going out and like socializing and like getting back to your normal self any step forward is a step forward just by you not doing anything is the only thing that's going to keep you stagnant because you don't realize that anything that you decide to do that's different than what you're currently doing is going to open up so many more opportunities than you even think is possible like that's just a little reminder to you all that any step forward is progress my second topic for today is all about kind of like comparison and competitiveness. And I'm coming to realize that when you are actually doing something that you want to do, okay, the competitive edge just kind of dissipates because when you know you're doing something that you just want to do, you're just living your life and you're fully in it and you're like in this like flow state where no outside noise can no longer 
taint you as it once was able to. Once you're doing something that you know is actually for you, you don't need that constant reassurance that if what you're doing is okay. And you also don't feel this pressure to constantly try and fit in and do what others are doing because you're just happy what you're doing. So you don't need to change yourself in order to feel like you belong. It's wild to me how lost you can get when you aren't following what your body actually wants. So you can just get so wrapped up in what society is doing that you just actually forget what you are meant to be doing. And I understand that it's very difficult to distinguish if you actually want to be doing what you're doing or if it's just something that was planted in your head from society. Like I, I do understand that. Sometimes you actually just don't know and you will never know unless you try out something to see if it is for you or not. Like if it resonates with you or not. I'm gonna go into too much detail about this because I don't wanna like share too much personal stuff on here, but I'm going to give a personal example. I did try something. I did try something that a lot of girls do nowadays and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing inherently wrong with doing that thing. It just did not feel right to me. And I remember I would lay in bed at night and just like stare at my ceiling and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like this just does not feel right for me. So why am I doing it? This does not align with who I am like at all. So this is your reminder to stop ignoring the signs that your body is giving you. If something feels clunky and weird, like ask yourself, why does this feel clunky and weird? And when I was doing that thing, my anxiety was so much worse and so much higher. And anxiety isn't always necessarily a negative thing either. I feel like a lot of us, even myself, I always kind of place anxiety in this like negative column, but really anxiety can actually help you distinguish what's wrong in your life and what needs to change. And for myself, the anxiety that I was feeling when I was doing this thing was telling, my body was telling me that this isn't made for me and I need to change courses here. And I even remember talking out loud to myself and I said, this no longer aligns with me. I am no longer going to do this. It doesn't feel right. And I just want to acknowledge the benefits of talking out loud to yourself sometimes. It sounds so crazy. And I feel like the more podcasts I make, people are just going to think I'm this weird person, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, especially when I lived by myself, I would speak out loud to myself quite often. And I would even look at myself in the mirror, especially when thoughts were like spiraling in my head. And I felt super anxious, like just looking at yourself in the mirror and just saying what you're anxious about or nervous about out loud to, to yourself in the mirror really does lessen the anxiety because once it's out of your head and you say it out, out loud, you're like, okay, it is out of my head. I said it out loud. What's the worst thing that could happen? And it just really, really helps get yourself out of your head. So I just want to make a little side note that talking to yourself does not make you crazy. It has its benefits. And the next topic I want to talk about is still kind of related to listening to your body. And it has to do with my back situation currently. So I've been weight training for quite a few years now. And no matter how strong I got, there was certain exercises that just never felt good to my body. I would always try and kind of go back to them every once in a while because I always remember seeing fitness people say, you're supposed to still do the exercises that I don't really feel that great and that you don't want to do because you should like strengthen that exercise and like get good at it. So I would like try and do that for a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get better at deadlifts and like barbell stuff like that. 
is something that I always kind of stayed away from because it didn't really feel that great. And I thought it didn't really feel that great because I wasn't doing it enough. But I'm very happy that I listened to my body because I never went super heavy with like deadlifting or barbell stuff ever because it just didn't feel right. And I just like somehow knew like, mm, I didn't, this is not going to work for me. Like I'm not doing it. So I remember a long time ago going to a physiotherapist and he seemed pretty good because he just, I don't know, he just seemed like a knowledgeable guy. And I was telling him when I did certain exercises like RDLs and deadlifts that my lower back would go numb and like my upper legs would go quite numb to the point where I'd have to stop my workout. And like, I remember walking back to the change room a few times and I felt like I couldn't even like feel my lower back. Like it felt very strange. And he's like, oh, that's okay. Just kind of change your form a little bit and just avoid those exercises. So I would avoid those exercises for a bit and I would kind of go back to doing them and do them a bit lighter just to try and like get my body used to it. But he never gave me really an answer on why my back was going numb. And that just seems kind of crazy to me because that seems serious, but I was also really young. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take his this one person advice, this one person's advice and go, go with it. And then lately I have felt something really strange going on with my lower back. I was even just like walking. I felt like my, I don't know. I don't know a lot about backs, but I felt like my discs were just like out of alignment. I'm like, something feels like it's going to like pop and I am not going to be okay. Like that's what my body was telling me. And I remember a long time ago, one of my friends and like my ex told me about this place called Backfit. It's in Victoria, BC. Highly recommend them. Great people. Um, so I went there because my back was feeling super strange. There's even this one day at work where I just went to put some stuff in the garbage and I like squatted down and I stood up and I just got like a sharp shooting pain down my full leg and my back would get very, my back is super tight to the point where massage therapists are confused with like how tight my back is they're like this is not normal but no one ever really referred me to get anything done so I went to backfit and I got some x-rays done of my back and lo and behold there's shit that's wrong with it and he showed me an x-ray of like what my back looks like and what a regular back looks like and a regular back has like some curve to it like it has quite a nice like bend to it my back is like straight as a board and I also have like a disc that's doing something funky and he said if I it's kind of hard to explain it but the disc is like getting pinched and it's getting pinched like out the back like kind of like towards like where my like my back the disc is pinched and it's getting pressed there so he said if I were to continue like lifting heavy squats or like RDLs or deadlifts that disc can actually like rupture and then I can lose sensation and things can get pretty scary. So I'm just really happy that I don't really do those exercises anyways. Also super freaking happy that I did not continue doing the training I was doing for like a bikini competition because I honestly felt like I would have really messed myself up. So yeah, my back is very out of sorts, especially for someone my age, but it is fixable. So that's great. And what else was I saying? Oh yeah. Even like when I was doing like deadlifts and stuff and I would record myself back then, I'm like, okay, how is my back hurting? Because I'm not even lifting that heavy. And I would watch back the, I'd watch the videos back and my back was like nice and straight. And I'm like, there should be no issues here, but my back is nice and straight because my back 
literally can't be any other way when I'm doing those exercises because it's so like stiff. Um, but I just knew deep down that something like didn't feel right when I was doing them. So very glad I listened to myself. But the point of this story is coming back to like listening to your body when knowing something is wrong. And it's also so neat to me that our bodies are so much more aware than we are sometimes. Like even though I didn't really know what was wrong with my back, it's like your body, like my lower back is so tight because it's trying to protect that disc. Like it's just so cool what our bodies are capable of doing, even though we're like oblivious, like living our lives, like, oh, like everything's, everything's fine. Our body's like, no, I'm going to protect you because you're too silly to go get your back checked. <laughs> so yeah, the whole point of that story is just like listening to your body and everything, but it is now I'm having to change my workout routine a little bit, not too much because I was avoiding a lot of things that would aggravate my lower back. But the past version of me would be so distraught with that news that I would honestly still probably be lifting relatively heavy and I would have so much anxiety and stress thinking that my physique was going to change and I was going to lose my glutes. Like I used to think that if I didn't train my glutes at least like three to four times a week that I would just like lose all my progress. Like I would have zero butt. Like that's how my brain used to think, which is crazy to me. And I am in a way grateful that I have the mindset that I do now regarding my body and my physique because there is so much less pressure that I put on myself that I have I don't have this obsession anymore about growing huge glutes. And there's nothing against wanting to like build this amazing physique like I have so much respect for people that do that because it takes so much hard work but for myself I just do not have that drive anymore that I do not care if I lose my butt and I it's weird saying that because past Amy would not be past Amy would be freaking out that she wouldn't be able to lift super heavy and she'd lose all her progress but I am just really happy that I just care less about that like as long as my body is able to function and I'm able to like work out and move and I'm healthy that now makes me a happy person and that makes me sound so old when I say that because <laughs> I just want to be comfortable and I don't I still want to be comfortable in my body and I still want to look good but just having less pressure to maintain a certain physique works for how my brain is like how obsessive my brain is it's so nice to not obsess about my body the way that I once did the last topic is going to be a little bit more of like a juicy topic and it is about how this is a reflection I had a couple days ago and I discussed this with my boyfriend as well is that when you subconsciously know that you're getting cheated on there's like this weird competitive edge that you get and the whole cheating thing that happened with me a year it's been a year now um it's weird because when I look back, I, st I do reflect quite a bit during that time. Like, I don't want to keep thinking about that whole process, but that just was a pivotal portion of my life. And it is important to reflect back, like not just stay in the past, reflect and move on. That's like my motto. But I, because I try not to be, like it's hard, it's human nature to be competitive. I want to make that clear that we can't avoid all competitiveness. That's just not realistic, I don't think. Um, but I have worked really hard on being less competitive and just doing my own thing and not viewing females as like this thing to, as this like 
person to compete against, but all just knowing we come from, we all go through very similar shit and I feel like we should like pick each other up rather than tear each other down. Like I've worked very hard to get to the mindset that I have today, especially with other women. But when I was getting cheated on and I didn't know I was getting cheated on, but like I kind of knew I was getting cheated on, I was, I felt much more competitive towards women and I didn't really know where it was coming from. And like, it's just because I'm posting a lot about like my body and my physique that I all of a sudden feel like this comparison, competitive edge to myself, but I would push it down and like ignore it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be competitive towards women, but it's interesting to me. Again, it comes down to like our bodies knowing us so much better than we even know ourselves because my body knew that like something was wrong and that's why I felt competitive because I was competing with my I was competing for my boyfriend at the time without even realizing that I was competing because I was getting cheated on so and now that I am in a very healthy secure relationship I feel like that has also helped me even more so with comparison and competitiveness because there's nothing to compete or compare with when you just like know you're with your person and you know they love you for you you just like feel so secure with yourself you feel secure with them it is just like a happy great place to be and I'm just like I don't know I'm just like very grateful for all my life experiences that I've had within the last couple of years because I'm so pleased with where I am today and yeah I'm just gonna end that episode there Thank you so much for listening to me ramble on and talk about so many random topics. I do eventually want to just stick to like one topic and then just discuss that one topic fully through. But I have to wait until I get guests on here because I feel like just with me, that would be really difficult to do. Just like have one thing I speak about. But with a guest, we can like bounce things back and forth and unpack things together where it'll be a lot easier to just like stick with one theme for an episode. So I'm looking forward to that day. I think my first guest actually might be someone who I might need to like do it over Zoom with because I really want to like ask her questions and I really want this person to be on my podcast because I have a lot of respect for her. So yeah, I'm going to end this episode there. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I appreciate every single one of you. Reach out to me if you have any opinions or questions or things you want me to discuss on this podcast. Thank you so much and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.